and welcome to podcast number 10 of the Alt Gaming Podcast for Monday the 15th of April 2019. I'm joined by a plethora of members of our community tonight. It's a real fun-packed, people-filled show. Hot topic, though. Something that's just come in. Notre Dame is on fire. It's just not gaming-related, but we just thought we'd talk about that. Uh, yeah. Dan, are you live at the scene? Um, yeah, I'm live at the scene, and um, the fire's blazing, and there's what looks like a water tank flying over the top of it. <laughs> oh, that'll be the one sent over by our friends Pond, the Tangerine Tyrant. <laughs> Mr. Donald Trump, what a brilliant suggestion. So joining me on the podcast tonight, I have got, in no particular order, uh, Musher, a.k.a. Bony Hawk, in the house. His first Yay. time on the podcast. Hi, Mush. Hello, friends. Hello. I've got Hi. Dan here from down south. He's near the, near the ocean, aren't you, Dan? Yeah, where it always breaks down, the trains. No trains. <laughs> Hat from NT is back again. Hi, Hat. Hello, friends. And we've also got Ian. He's joining us tonight. Hello, Ian. Hey, up. And back from last time as well, it's Viv and Maud. Good evening, Viv. Hi. So I thought we'd just go around and see what you guys have been playing since we last recorded a podcast two weeks ago. Um, you know, I'll start with you, Mush. What have you been up to? Um, well, pretty much only Magic the Gathering, to be honest. Nothing ever changes uh, well, i saw you playing final fantasy so you're well, lying and, and, okay I, I don't know if you know fantasy, but yeah. like our, our listeners do not deserve lies <laughs> yeah, i forgot that today was that thing where it says now playing uh, <laughs> I'm yeah no, i've been playing um yeah just final fantasy 14 and magic so nothing good, nothing good. current nothing topical just no nah, uh, that's okay that's fine are you happy uh, that's a bit Awkward. deep for the Let's podcast. Move on. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, have you been playing anything? Um, I'm still just plugging away at Zelda every now and How's again. How's it going? I'm, I've got to the camel now. I'm at the Ooh. camel divine beast. Is that the beast. one in the desert? Yeah. Right. I had to dress up as like a woman to enter this area, and then they sent me off to go and fight this camel. So I've, I've been doing that. Is this Breath of the Wild? Yeah. Oh, I've got all this to look forward to. I've not even got that um, kite thing you get off that creepy old man. Oh, oh wow! So you much to go. Yeah, right. long way to go. Um, Hat, what have you been up to? Uh, the ever grind of Warframe, as well as a bit of Tarkov, and I finally got round to playing Fate Extella after like a month after it came out. Okay, and for anyone else that's listening to this that plays Warframe, have you got anything this week that's exciting or unlocks something? This week, um, I don't no, actually think it's a big update. It's a bit yeah. boring. Nothing. Okay, that's good. Yeah. I, uh, I, I'll I do me. I tried Tarkov. I picked that up. I've been getting into that. That's a new one. You enjoying it? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. It's hard, but it's good. I've been liking that. I'm also trying to finish my uh, S- Sniper 4 campaign on the hardest setting. Which is, uh, Tarkov? What's Tarkov? Escape, Escape from, from Tarkov. Tarkov. Oh, it's, yeah, I've heard of that, yeah. So you just first-person realistic shooter type game where, you know, what you've got on you is at, at risk if you die, that sort of thing. Uh, Ian, what have you been up to? Uh, well, since we're on the topic of Tarkov, um, Bloody has kindly sent me his free key for that, so I'll be downloading oh, nice. that tonight so I can so I can get involved, see what that's all about. Uh, luckily, it's free, because a few people have said to me it's not really the sort of game I usually play. So <laughs> I hope you're ready for Friendly Fire. <laughs> I'm always ready for Friendly Fire, especially with you guys. Um, the also, first I'm... game with Bloody, we were playing for about, I don't know, 45 seconds and he shot me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds like bloody though. He yeah, but he, on PUBG. he's a hazard. This is why we banned him from using grenades in Heroes and Generals as well. He like, wasn't allowed anywhere near explosives. Um, well, what else have we been playing? Uh, I've got back into Crusader Kings 2 again. Um, medieval Incest Simulator. It's pretty fun. Uh, Stellaris. And recently picked up Hollow Knight as well. So that's, uh, that's good fun is Hollow Knight. Not usually okay. the sort of game I go for either, but nice little indie title. What's Hollow Knight about? It's a uh, it's a two D side scrolling platformer, um, and you're essentially like this little bug creature, and you've got a sword, and you're just going around shanking other little evil bug creatures while you're exploring this ruined underground kingdom and stuff. I'm not really sure what the uh, story is yet. No, it, no, but that's the it, kind of game side scrolling yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah, and it, it it unrolls quite um quite slowly. Um, but you introduced the characters and stuff. Side-scrolling 2D platformer. Excellent. Viv, what have you been up to? 
Um, well, putting off Sekiro because I'm stuck on the. Uh, yeah, I'm stuck as well. Yeah, <laughs> likewise. That's why I didn't mention it. Uh, so I've been playing Stellaris, as you mentioned. He's been having a little noodle on. I've built the Atreides race from the ground up and uh, got attacked by some furry lizard people. Uh, no, I didn't get attacked by them. They said, be our friends. So I was their friends. And then they shut all the borders and I lost loads of troops behind their lines because obviously you've got to start making moves. And uh, yeah, so then I went to war with them. And that, well, I'll find out tonight how it all plays out. <laughs> so Atreides, <laughs> like uh, June Atreides. Yeah, yeah. I tried to Are they create... in the game? Or have you... Is no, there a model I've, you I've, call I've that? built my own. For, yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah. You can create custom fast. races. So you yeah. started on an ocean planet, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's right. A nice uh, a nice one. There's no real sort of Arrakis around, but I'll find it. I'll find it. <laughs> it, is, it is actually in the game, that you know, the randomly generated um, system names. Oh, no way. Arrakis is one of them. It's there, and I think it's pre-scripted to be a desert planet as well. So. That's amazing. I'd have that's to find cool. it then. Okay, nice. Well, I'll hit us off with our first news story. We're going to be talking about Star Citizen again later on a little bit. We've also got some bits about Space Engineers. And maybe we'll talk about the whole Epic Store shenanigans and maybe a bit of Fortnite copying everyone. Uh, but I'll start off with, because it's like it's on every news cycle everywhere, it's Star Wars and Star Wars and Star Wars. So you've had the trailer released for uh, The Rise of Skywalker, uh, the J.J. Abrams final star wars movie and you've also had uh the fallen order which is the first person single player campaign game from ea stroke uh help me out here respawn, respawn. thank you so uh what do we think of what we've seen so far about fallen order anyone played a <laughs> good star wars game in the past 10 years 10 years, oh, I need to check. I will need to check to see. Well, uh, The Old Republic was good for an animal. Probably, the, I'd say like that was the best leveling experience I've had in an animal. I think the last decent Star Wars game I played was um, Shadows, not Shadows of the Empire. What was the uh, uh, Knights of the Old Republic? Yeah. Mm. I don't, yeah, a long time ago. Mm. Would I'm be sure. does, does that even count in 10 years? Is that all of the 10 years? I tried to pick a big number thinking that'll be long enough ago, but it wasn't. I, I've <laughs> just gone looking for one that I remember. One of the first PC games I remember playing, it was Star Wars Dark Forces. And uh, Dark Forces 2, if anyone remember those, from 1995. Oh, was, wow. <laughs> when I was eight recall. years old, I remember D- that. Does everyone want to feel old right now? <laughs> yeah, go on. Knights of the Old Republic was released in 2003. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say The Force Unleashed, which I don't yeah. think is quite that old. I really enjoyed The Force Unleashed. When, when, was, uh, when was Star Wars Galaxies? Uh, I will it's check. That was, uh, that was an MMO as well, wasn't it? Was that the one that yeah. got shut down like, a couple of when, years after it started? No, it got shut down when The Old Republic came out. Star Wars Galaxy. Well, there we go. That too was uh, 2003, I think. Yeah. 2003. So 2003 was a good was a good year for Star Wars. Yeah. That was like peak Star Wars games, and then it kind of went a bit down. So looking at this from a Star Wars angle is not a good idea. Okay, what about if we take it and <laughs> and we say, when was the last story-based single-player campaign game you played? You were like, that was fantastic. Witcher 3. Witcher 3. Yeah, yeah straight first thought immediately. Near. <laughs> to be <All> different. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2 is pretty damn good, I've okay. got to say. So it's got some shoulders to stand on on that side of the park, then, hasn't it? If it's, mm. it's trying to be a single-player story-based <laughs> game, I don't know how yeah. much character leveling there's going to be or whatever. It didn't reveal any of that information, so... But just looking at the footage, it looked pretty cinematic. It looked like a feast for the eyes. I quite yeah, it does. It does look very pretty, doesn't it? Yeah, I got some tingly moments, you know, with the whole kind of like choiry music that they've built mm. as the new style for doing. Yeah, I get a feeling they're gonna go for like an Uncharted. I'm not sure if the new two newer Tomb Raiders do it, but that sort of like wall climbing Assassin's Creed, just from the one part where he runs and as his wall running, he pulls something down so he can jump yeah. off and grab on it. That seemed very much like uncharted wall climbing sort of stuff. Yeah, see, I can imagine them doing it. You know, uh, was it called Shadows of Mordor, the mm. Lord of the Rings game? Oh yeah. I can imagine. I can kind of imagine them doing it that style thing, but with a bit more story focus. Mm. Because um, 
Shadows of War felt a lot like you just kind of, you know, although you do have a story, you kind of felt like you just run around killing things, right? Going through the motions yeah. almost. Yeah, and yeah. It, that even that carried on from sort of Batman, didn't it, really? Yeah. Yeah. And what, what they'd been doing for a while. It was Arkham just a, Asylum, another skin of that style of game. Yeah. I, I like, don't know what I, I would want like from to it. see them do a more kind of RP, well, not RPG, but, you know, like, kind of. Well, like Mass style. Effect. Yeah yeah. 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 You know, like, just something where you can actually explore, and, you know, there's actual kind of good lore to it rather than, oh, just run around and kill things, you know, everything's yeah. cool. It's not like Respawn are famous for their story-based games, though. Really. No, I was just going to say that. They didn't, they haven't really, they did it with Titanfall 2, but other than that, they haven't they, really, like, Titanfall 1 didn't have any storyline like that, did it? No. I'm actually just looking up what they've made. Uh, Titanfall oh, yeah, 2. Pretty much it. Like Apex, Apex, yeah, okay. They had the big thing I was wondering, like, why are you getting, why is EA getting Respawn, which is good at multiplayer games? To make a single player action story <laughs> game, and then they're getting Bioware, who are good at making single player story games, and made probably some of the best Star Wars games made. They're making a Destiny clone, which is a yeah, game. or not making it, but, yeah. <laughs> as it turns out. Yeah, wow. I mean, I don't know what to expect from it. EA Logic. Yeah, EA Logic, but. We'll see. I saw some tweet or something that there will be no loot boxes or any of like no extra car, microtransactions, any of that kind of stuff. As if oh, that's like you know supposed yeah. to be the saving factor of it. <laughs> well, then the immediately next tweet was the same one, same advert for the game, where they said trust no one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Congratulations, you played yourselves. Okay, so something. Something that still Star Wars related. Then, have you seen the Rise of Skywalker trailer? Yes. yes. I am the sequels. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, cool lightsaber jump scene when she's jumping over that ship. Is she just training, or is that a real fight scene? Wasn't. What do you think? Probably uh, training. I think it's a tease. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Who's training? Who's training? Well, yeah, right. We only see the gloves. You know, we don't know on the on the throttle of the ship. Uh, the Death Star two crashed into that planet, wherever that planet Probably is. Probably Endor. Maybe Endor. Yeah. Palpatine's voice. He's supposed yeah. to be dead. So yeah, the Palpatine no. cackle yeah. at the end. Go for Papa Palpatine. Yeah. I'm so glad he's I've back. Got a, I've got a theory there. So we know that. Oh, I'm forgetting the guy's name. The uh... or the the actual actor. No, no, the Sith guy. Who's, Snoke? Uh, no, the... the Kylo Lord. Ren? Yes, thank you. Kylo Ren. <laughs> uh, like a Doors uh, Darth Vader, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we know that Papa Palpatine's back. Yeah. So I've mm-hmm. got a feeling that Anakin is going to come back as actual Anakin. Not a, like, not Darth Vader. Oh, Force Ghost mm-hmm. Anakin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he does appear in the remastered version at the end of um, Return of the Jedi, doesn't he? Yep. Yeah. You've got uh, Hayden, Hayden, what's his face? What's his name? Christiansen. Yeah, that's him. They, they doctored him in, in place, didn't they? Oh, well, maybe. Maybe this has been one elaborate 20 year ruse from George Lucas. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Is he still pulling strings in the background somehow? Yeah, like we've all been playing checkers and he's playing, he's playing four dimensional underwater Bangladeshi Baccarat and just kicking our asses. <laughs> Lando was in there flying the Millennium Falcon. Finally got a ship back. Or yeah, it's dead body. It looked a bit. How long is that taking him? I think that's it. We've got some other points in our little discussions here, but I don't know. Kylo <laughs> seemed beating on a star tr- stormtrooper. I'm not it sure. Like he was fighting was in the trailer. Of... Yeah, he was beating them up in the woods. That's oh, beat... like. oh, sorry. Yeah. I was thinking of something oh, beating... else. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I thought that looked like one of his, uh, maybe one of his Knights of Ren. Mm. You know, the Knights yeah, of Ren yeah. that are referenced, but you don't really see them a lot. Like, may- maybe... The the maybe sort of set up and then... Ryan yeah. And... Nah. Maybe, he's, maybe, he, maybe he's gone a bit rogue or something. And that's what yeah. he had. Turning to the light side, perhaps. Yeah. There was the scene with him repairing his mask as well, that he smashed uh, in a tantrum. Yeah, I, I, I think he's probably going even further down the dark side than... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've got a theory that uh, Snoke was Palpatine. 
Because oh. if I'm not sure how much you all know from like the old expanded universe before the Disney wipe. Not a great deal, but I don't really know anything about Snoke either. Well, Snoke, no one knows anything about. Uh, but oh. in the old expanded universe, Palpatine comes back like four times because he keeps transferring his like consciousness soul into like clones of himself or other people through the Force. So I've got a theory that Snoke was actually Palpatine. And then he's back, back because he's been killed. So he's just ah, okay. So he's, put, he's got like clones of his body that he can transfer his consciousness into. Yeah, right. Now, see, my main question is: so the scene where it comes up, you know, saying like uh, something about people returning or whatever, and then you hear Palpatine's laugh. Yeah. That's oh, where he says uh, no be... one's ever really gone. Sorry, yeah. that's the one. Yeah, no, nobody's ever really gone. They're still showing the second Death Star, then, aren't they? Hmm. In the so I'm wondering, yeah. like, is he was that meant to hint that, like, that's where he's going to be on, like, you know, on the remains of the second Death Star? Because then that kind of narrows down who he could have been, right? Well, the walk in there, and it'd be like a scene from Monty Python with just false ghosts of Palpatine and Vader and Obi Wan just verbally bitch lapping each other. <laughs> that'll be some sort of YouTube cartoon done of something like that. Probably. Yeah, adult, adult yeah. swim will do it. Someone get all the yeah. screen. I mean, like, say it could be a false ghost because, say, going back to the, to the old Republic and Knights of the Old Republic, uh, if any of you, when playing that, went and explored the tombs on Korriban, there were old Sith. Force ghosts there. Um, oh, right. you so like, fight them. Like, like not a, not, was it Naga Shadow, I think one of them was called. Careful. Yeah, I, I made sure that I got that one right. <laughs> um, so it could be that sort of like Palpatine's force ghost and dark side energy has sort of corrupted the area that the Death Star 2 collapsed in. Should be good. Epic. They made a point of saying the end of the stories sort of yeah. thing, the kind of like the final one. It's a big uh, it's a big theme. It's the last of the Game of Thrones. It's the last of the Star Wars. It's Until they get bored and poor and then they make more. Rechurn it out again. Yeah. yeah. I'm definitely more excited for the movie than I am the game at the moment. Yeah. The Fallen Order. It just doesn't got enough information for me to I am get looking forward because, you know, and, uh, going back to Fallen Order, as you said, when they're flying the ship away and then some like Imperial agent looking last like kind of lands on the front of the ship. Yeah. Stuck on the windscreen. Or Her design yeah. looks very similar to the Sith Inquisitors that we've seen in Cannes so far. Yeah, like... I'd, I, I looked I looked that up. Um, she's called Second Sister or something, the oh, character's she's... name. So she, yeah, if she's one of the sisters. And she's, then... a, she's an Inquisitor that's hunting down um, Jedi after Order 66. Yeah, pretty she's much it's main... either. She looks like the main antagonist of the game. I'd expect that because there aren't many of the Inquisitors. They're pretty much Jedi that have like sworn to the dark side, and Vader's training them in some of the dark side. But like, so they're strong enough to take down the Jedi, but not strong enough to actually threaten Palpatine or Vader. Oh, That's their sort of role. So, from the most successful sci-fi story of all time, our new story number two is about Star Citizen. Mm. Not released yet. Delayed again. Delayed yes, again. Delayed. Something to do with the way it was. It comes from the tester branch or something like that. But they said that they were going to uh, suspend it to May the fifth. But then Captain Zio came out on Reddit and said that the date range doesn't mean the PTU will be extended until May the fifth. It's just a date range for traditional PTU testing windows. So it's all vague again. Sort of, yeah. May the 4th would have been better. May the 4th. <laughs> but that's not in line with their traditional PTU testing window, uh, Dan. So. <laughs> but it, that's that's Return of the 5th there, though, isn't it? So. <laughs> Revenge of the 5th. He, obviously, he's a big fan, uh, Chris Roberts, of Star Wars. And you just I just don't get any of those feelings about the sci-fi story they're cultivating here that's going to have the legs and the and the the enjoyment that Star Wars has got. Maybe I just don't know enough. Uh, how how far have they expanded, like the the lore and the and the story surrounding in like in the Star Citizen universe? In Star Citizen, the general plot is 
it's all based on like ancient Rome. So the, the UAC oh, right, yeah, yeah. is essentially the Roman Empire Rome, towards its yeah. fall. And the Vandal are like the Goth and the Germanic tribes. Literally the to, Vandals then. Yeah, so yeah. That started that. to invade it. And pretty much from if I remember the, the law right, the Vandal are only recently started to push into UAE space. So the big thing is, what is the Vandal running from? Is there something more that's like pushing them out like Attila was in our... Uh, and of course, uh, you've, yeah. Go on. you've got like uh, the Banu, which are like merchants, try, like kind of. Well, I'm not sure if they're playing the Vandal because like, the Vandal's attacking anything, but they're not really on our side. It's more we're good for business, so they'll trade with us and we'll they'll put up with us. And I can't remember the other races and what they're doing. Yeah, this pretty well fleshed out though. They've got mm. a lot of backstory and everything like that, and it's been well, it's been getting written for a long time. Mm. You know. Um, I suppose at this point, but 3.5 still delayed. Uh, still no persistence with that one anyway. So just we'll push it into the next podcast. We'll talk about it again. I'm sure there'll be one, more to discuss. One, one day we'll get out of the Stanton system. Yeah, one day. Yeah. <laughs> one day. Uh, are any of you playing in the PTU or is he just playing? I think Ducado's playing. He's just piped up actually in the Star Citizen yeah. channel saying full persist full persistence in Star Citizen from three point five and oh. I asked him for a link, but he then said kind of only in your own hab unit, so you can collect weird shit you find and keep it there. So okay. um, a, a stash. I mean yeah. a good start. Yeah. It's something. It's something. Yeah. That's cool. You've you've thought about the PTU, Viv, didn't you? I did, because I'm always the one that as soon as I transfer over, the bloody live goes live, and I have to just <laughs> do it again. Yeah. So I could do it for the people. We'll transfer over tomorrow, and then we'll have, <laughs> we'll have two weeks to play. <laughs> yeah, I might. True. I don't know. I might yeah. hang on. You get a lot of ships and a lot of things to play with, but it's just, it's, can you really have fun when it's really buggy and stuff? Sure. That's Would you get a greater, greater access to the sh to like to ships that you haven't purchased yourself? Yeah. Ah, because they they want you to test it, of course, so they give you access. Yeah, yeah, Twenty eight ships. Plus. I'm not you sure. Try your max, Ian. <laughs> the big thick freelancer max. So I saw you discussing like which way you were going to go, Ian. What was the two things you were cogitating? <laughs> Girl, so sick. She needs two extra engines to fly. Um, well, I could, have, <laughs> could have got the freelancer with it, the standard one, um, because I've not really decided what I wanted to do with it. And so, it, like, you can upgrade it a certain way. You can go for the Dura or the Max, or there's another one, isn't there? What's the other one? There's three different versions of the upgraded freelancer. One of them's more about cargo. One of them's more about exploration, and I think one of them's more about combat. But I'm not really sure how the freelancer would fare in in combat because it's not really a fighter, and it's I don't I don't know if I don't know the stats, but I don't think it's really big enough to. To, to take on anything else, so yeah, I think I'll probably end up going. Oh, yeah, well, sorry. There is. Oh wait, there's two misks. Oh, okay. Oh, um, misk is the, the yeah. So you got the the freelancer, which is your standard one. You have the yeah, dur, which is more designed for exploration. The max is cargo, and yeah. the miss is a gunship version. Miss, that's a gunship. Yeah, there we are. That was a limited edition one, so I'm not sure if you can get it anymore. All oh, right, well that's fine because I was probably not going to go for the for a gunship version anyway. Well, I like the idea of the exploration one. I just like I I don't know how much of that of those mechanics and that area of the game is fleshed out enough to make that decision yet. Right yeah. now, um, none. None. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So like, <laughs> I, I don't want to upgrade. So like, I'll probably end up getting the cargo one, but then at the same time, I want one of those hulls, like the one of the actual cargo mm. haulers, like the hulley. Yeah, or, or, some, or something like that. So it's like. You, if I'm going to get one of them, why would I upgrade the freelancer to do that? But, it's so hard to know what what's going know, to really, right? like, be fun <laughs> or even worth doing at this point because yeah. of the economy. I imagine at the start, the economy will be fluctuating so fast that you'll be changing what you're doing almost every week anyway because mm. they'll be trying to fix things and stop the marketplace from yeah. breaking. Isn't uh... It's like a real stock market, so it can yeah. be really changed by what players do. Although said that, I think that like players can't crash the market; they can influence it. But considering players make are supposed to make up 
like so I think it's something like twenty percent of the overall population of okay, the actual. Okay, so they'll just thing. get a load of NPCs to buy something back if you like. Yeah, sort it. of thing. So yeah, you can't just. Out. Yeah. Um, also, going back, say as you were saying, Ian, for the misc. Uh, yes. What am I saying? The misc, the hull, and the yes. freelancer. I think the big hull series is more of supposed to be the end game. So if you want to go like end game of like cargo. They're the biggest ones, hold the most stuff, while the freelancer's probably more of like a starting cargo ship. I'm not sure price-wise in-game, because we don't really have any of the hulls. Yeah. So you can't say, you need to save up this much. Yeah, so it, it, it's worth waiting, isn't it? Just hang on a little bit and just, I suppose, see see what direction it takes. There's always going to be like a free fly at some point for you to just yeah. have a rip. But like you said, some of the mechanics aren't in there, so you some of them... W- despite testing won't be tested to their full potential cause yeah like how you, like how is like how is exploration even going to work yeah when right. data becomes a thing perhaps then they might start working on that i don't know i have to yeah, look at the like, depending on the on the size of the actual playable universe how quickly is it going to become obsolete true so i mean like i i like i like the way that elite dangerous handled exploration because they essentially infinite size of the galaxy that you can play in there it literally did have four billion odd stars or whatever so yeah it was just a shame that the rest of the gameplay was about as shallow as a puddle yeah yeah that's what they all said about it wasn't it It's a mile wide but an inch deep so mm. it, there was lots to do but you did it much mostly like by yourself so i mean there was other players there but it was difficult to if i was to draw some comparisons to eve online which is the closest thing in my head to this game, mm. anyway. I remember trying to get my Iteron, the Mark V version. I think that's how you say it. Uh, the, it's a Galante hauler, and it was the biggest one, so you could move the most amount of stuff at once. And it, there was an even bigger class above that. This is just industrial ships. But that took me over a year to get to that, through skills and finances, to that sort of Mark V level to carry a lot of the big ship. And then you had all you. You know, deep space transports and stuff that I never even got into, which was probably another year away. So I don't know if they're going to look at that as a model and think, oh, there was something about the what we want the players to do in terms of investing time, or whether you'll be able to just skip straight ahead and spend twenty quid. And mm. that'd be great because that means there'll be loads of inexperienced people flying really expensive ships oh, yeah. that could then steal. I, which I would <laughs> never do. <laughs> no, no, some no. people would do. <laughs> yeah, fine addition to my collection. I don't know. What do you think that they'll take? Like to get to endgame, how much time would you expect to need to commit if you're doing in-game currency? Uh, I, I think they're, they're going to have to to balance it and make yeah. it a lot. I think you're always going to have whales that are going to want to drop lots of cash on it. And although once it gets to beta, they are limiting the amount of ships you can buy. I think it's only starter ships that you can buy once the game's in beta. Ah, uh, so it's yeah. it's like an alpha thing, like early backer. You can jump in at this sort of level, but if you come out once the game's released, it's like, okay, you're buying in at like the low point and you got to grind your way up. Once the game gets released, bang goes their like marketing of how they make money, really, then, doesn't it? Yeah, they so, still need a money platform, don't they? The they are, I, I haven't seen how they like, decide to do that. I know of, like they might go with more squadron sort of games, like single-player yeah. ones. Yeah, then how, that, how well that does. Dan, how long did you play EVE for before you got good? Um, 20 minutes. Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. I think, well, fumbling in the dark for like two years. <laughs> Not even joking. <laughs> no, I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> it's a long time, isn't it? I don't know whether we want the same thing from Star Citizen or whether it could even feel that way. Because if you're first person, you kind of need it to go quicker than if you're kind of zoomed out. I don't know if that makes any but like, sense. But... But, but like with Eve, it's not a, it's not about how good you are and what you're doing in the game, it's who you're playing it with and how you're playing it. So it's you know that and that's the interesting thing. You know, like you can go to work nine to five and you can have a really shit job, but the people that you work with make it amazing. It's a story that's driven through the game that makes it interesting, isn't it? Yeah. There's those goals to, to reach for, and then suddenly you uncover or unfold new layers of the game that you didn't even know existed and you were like whoa there's all this that i can do as well it was always one of those games that really intrigued me and i really wanted to get involved in i just never got around to committing the time because it looked like it was probably quite a big time sink 
It was. And, yeah. I thought I think it got to the point where it had been around so long that it was probably I missed the boat if you if you know what I mean. Yeah, knowing the games that you play and the way you like, I think you would have really liked it. But you know, yeah, definitely, no, no point getting into it now. But no, <laughs> maybe that thing with Star Citizen will be that we can't really feel the way we want to feel about the game until we can start to create a community of things happening in the game, which can't happen until the game has really got more flesh on the bone. Till those mechanics. Yeah, yeah till those on. mechanics are in. So it's this sort of perpetual catch twenty two at the moment. But as we always say, like these latest patches are all addressing sort of the flight model and the you know the real meat of what it what it needs first of all for the rest of work. So hopefully, the like implementation of some of these uh, new avenues we can go down shouldn't take as long as having to like rework a whole flight model right. or. That's what I'm hoping, yeah. anyway. See, the, that makes sense. The, my, my main issue with Star Citizen is, for instance, how long ago did you guys buy Star Citizen? 2013, maybe? Yeah, something like I that. think I was just getting my first pubes. <laughs> exactly. It's and, last and week. It's still not a full <laughs> <laughs> Like, five or six years later... You know, you're, you're still saying, oh, it needs all this, it needs all that on it. Do you know what I mean? It, it, was, it was very ambitious from the start, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. so, <laughs> like, you see what, like, say, back round update two, what was that, like, three years ago? Mm. 2.0? Yeah. What was there when it was just extremely basic? You could fly around and shoot some AI or fly around an arena and shoot other people. Or fly around that, on your own. Yeah. Compared to now, you've got, like, Sort of trading, several planets. There's more FPS stuff. And there's, and there's build racing to some degree. Yeah, build more and more out. We've got a lot more of the mechanics coming this year, and it is sort of the first few years we're just making those new technologies, like planet generation, yeah. all that. But should you not have, you know, you? My my issue with games like this is. Should you not have those in place before you sell the game? Like, well, no, I think because they did it. As it a was a different way of doing so it. Was, yeah. yeah, so so you bought into the you bought into the concept and the ambition, and then I kind of suppose everyone's just hoping that it's delivered. So I don't think originally the the ambition was as big as it no. is no. now. I think it, it's yeah, it's definitely increased with popularity, hasn't it? Like Mark Hamill wasn't on board at the start, was he? So no. if they keep no. moving the goalposts back. He'll never ever it's be never gonna. We're never gonna get to them, are we? Well, those yeah. community goals, you know, they had all of. I can't remember what they called them though, and they, they just kept getting more and more insane. You know, if we raise this amount of money, then we'll add this to the game, and in the end, they just stopped doing it because they knew that, you know, which they'll always just keep someone or keep yeah. giving them the money, so they need to stop asking. Yeah. Well, they can't possibly develop all that stuff, you know, if yeah. it keeps on going. <laughs> right, well, we'll come back and be as it's our citizen in a few weeks, guys. Maybe PTU 3.5 will be released and we'll have something else to talk about. Uh, we're going to take a break. It's not going to mean anything for you listeners because I'm just going to cut it, so we'll be straight back. But for all of us in here, we can top up our glasses and have a piddle or whatever we need to do. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in a minute. Welcome back to part two of the Old Gaming Podcast number 10 for Monday the 15th of April. While you've been away, I've got some more cider. That's about it. Nothing you haven't missed out too much. <laughs> Didn't even know you were drinking cider in the first place. Yeah, What's I know, your right? cider of choice today, Dave? Today is uh, it's from a two litre bottle with the word cider written on it. I'm not really. <laughs> I can't because remember. he is a raging alcoholic. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not got a bottle like, of white lightning, eh? It's not a fancy glass bottle crafty cider, I don't think. It's just a regular supermarket cider. Just a cider on it. It might be from Morrison's. It's actually three litres of good old frosty jacks. <laughs> 
tell you if it was. But um, right, and you've missed if you weren't here for the first half, you've missed us talking about all things Star Wars and Star Citizen, kind of depressingly. Uh, but now you're here for Space Engineers and us, like talking about Epic Store and all that crazy shit with Steam and blah blah blah. So kicking it off, I'm going to ask you, Viv, to give us the lowdown on what's happening with Space Engineers. Well, they released a DLC and it did annoy quite a few people. Is that downloadable um, content? It's downloadable content. It. I, think, yep. I think it's around four ninety nine or something like that. And it was sort of de a decorative pack. And I've played Space Engineers way back, but we had a good time, didn't we, guys? Yeah, we I played, played it with you. It was yeah, a good laugh. Yeah. So I think the crux of it is, it, if you didn't buy it and you were sharing a server with someone, uh, the, the blocks that come with the decorative pack do um they'll show up you can see them if you don't have it and you can use like you can be in a server that uses the decorative box but they added like an industrial cockpit which meant that other people could build these industrial ships that you can access and it was splitting the the community and all this sort of stuff and yeah it went on and on and on so it was are they, are they worth it are they worth the money well it looks like on the whole people have sort of come around to it there's only a few people whining about it now and it's got sort of very positive reviews out of 246 so what did you say Ian? oh is it is it, is it more than just cosmetic the dlc as in yeah it actually affects like affects the gameplay for the people that one of the mechanics yeah so like i said if we were say sharing a server and i got the pack and i was the server owner for instance and i built all the ships you wouldn't be able to fly certain industrial ones that i'd chosen to use that that's rubbish yeah because people like obviously parts of massive online communities and stuff and suddenly they weren't able to access some you know so i don't know i mean i feel like the game is old enough now though that you know why release dlc for it do you know what i mean like it, it only recently it's just a money grab yeah technically released. well that's what i mean yeah just just work on a new game like it's, it's, it's no longer really access anymore, is it? Now it's um, nope, it's one point but yeah, it did launch with a lot of stuff sort of not in it. I think so, uh, hmm. but it's got far more complicated than I remember it. To be honest, you can do all sorts in it still. Last time I remember having a good laugh in it, we just built some sort of racetrack, and yeah, then we all built yeah. our own car. And just right. smashed into each other for an evening. Ended up putting guns on. <laughs> <laughs> that was about it. But it was a good laugh. It was silly. It was it a was bit. Cool. It reminded me of being a kid in a playground, and you take your Lego toy in that you made over the weekend, and you show yeah. it off with your mates' Lego toys. And you know, my Lego car has got caterpillar tracks on it. Wow, look at that! You know that kind of thing. I'm pretty sure Dan and I um, went into the workshop and found like the entire Titanic and spawned it and went and looked around. Obviously, our computers dumped all the frames, so we <laughs> yeah <laughs> slideshow. But so, you know, there's some amazing stuff that people have built, unbelievably huge and intricate. Yeah, I seem to remember um, when I played it on the server. I think I was playing with you and Chungus Hat. I seem yeah. to remember being able to spawn pre-constructed ships that people had built oh, yeah. and one of them one of them was like a a miniature um star destroyer from star wars and there was there was all sorts on there yeah, it was yeah. i mean we we'll also try to do survival mode and it just ended with a small platform form on the planet and a lot of cut like failed vehicles and hulls yeah i remember that i'm pretty <laughs> sure i got stuck underground while mining yeah. as well get out yeah <laughs> I don't know. Do you yeah. think that all of this sort of has could have a new life if they were to get it looking really pretty, like that footage we saw of Minecraft where they turned on the lighting in the tunnel? And if you well, guys is, saw that, oh, is this modern ray tracing or something? Was yeah, it? they've added ray tracing to Minecraft. Um, yeah. I'm not sure which version. I think it's the mobile version they've added it to, which is now the main version that everyone uses. But um, yeah, it looks amazing, like with the the lights flickering off the torches against the different materials that have made up the tunnel. Um, so like that kind of stuff could be really nice in a game like Space Engineers. Now, now I feel like the issue with comparing that to Minecraft though, is Minecraft has such a big casual audience that, you know, even in 10, 15 years time, it's probably still going to have like quite a big following. Yeah, I agree. And I don't think you could say the same for a game like Space Engineers. I, it in, might have a small following. Years time, yeah, yeah, it's going to be minuscule, right? Yeah, 
But not only that, if you play Space Engineers through the Steam store, then just look on the, the workshop. Someone's probably already done it. You can just download the mod. And there's a massive modding scene for it. And that was another thing. It's like making sure that you've got all of the right mods and, and this DLC or not. It's, it was, <laughs> there wasn't really that much in the DLC that couldn't have been found on the workshop. Yeah. Maybe this sort of decorative pack DLC wanky thing that we're seeing is a sign of a game dying. Well, maybe. Or some cash before it finally does. There's no one they've, left playing it. They've had medie- uh, medieval engineers um, for ages. It's like I, you almost want to just let it die, but it's it's still got some followers on Reddit that sort of chime in every every few days. But yeah. Yeah. Oh well. And that's the same. They came from the same, um, same team, I believe. Sure. If it had some sort of big update that was part of the fact I bought the game, and it makes it look really, really cool, and I might come back and play it again, and then off the back of that, they've got a store in game where I could spend money on quickly buying things to improve my experience. I don't know what they could be. That might. That might work. I think get me back into the game first, then try to sell yeah. me something, not the other way around. But um, oh, so maybe we're seeing the demise of space engineers. Perhaps. So scro- scrolling through the Steam store stats, there, um, there are about uh, ten thousand people playing it right now. That's a lot. Which puts it uh, solidly next to Payday Two, Conan Exiles. Um, well, that's fine, isn't it? It's pretty solid. So it's, I mean, it's it's almost slap bang in the middle. Probably it's in it's it's in the top hundred, obviously, because it's in this list. It's probably it's probably number sixty on the list. So that's like a it's... thousand times more than Artifact. It's... <laughs> it's, has Artifact died? Has it? Oh, it's dead. Well, I don't maybe, maybe I, I I don't know how it compares. What it's um play what this graph would look like over time for it so sure 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 and it's just had a bit of a boost of you know being talked about in the news and stuff so maybe but anyway there's uh, 50,000 people in this in the subreddit for it so yeah yeah it's no it's not dead yet nah, not, dead not yet. quite maybe epic store will pick it up and take it off steam <laughs> and put it in their shop <laughs> <laughs> so so what's going on with epic store guys What's that all about? Uh, Fortnite. Uh, if you ask yeah, myself. Fortnite gave them a shit ton of money to have fun with, right? They can now just go around buying whatever they want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've, they've got nothing else, have they? So, I mean, uh, if Fortnite's not going to last forever, is it? That money's going to dry up at some point, surely. Yeah, <laughs> so in the meantime, what, create a new go-to location for PC gamers? I mean, well, I like, I I like the idea. Yeah, like like may- maybe their long term plan is now. Oh, oh, holy shit! We're gonna like Fortnite's gonna drop eventually. What what we're gonna do to counter that? What what should our strategy be? And maybe the strategy that they've picked is let's try and compete with Steam. But the only way they could do that because they've got no content of their own is exclusives. Because most people using Steam, if the game comes out on Steam and on the Epic Store, I mean, what ninety ninety nine percent of people are gonna go for Steam, aren't they? Because they're yeah. all. Why would I? Where would I get it on the Epic Store if I can get it on Steam? Unless it's so, cheaper. Unless, yeah, unless it's cheaper. So you could do a um, dual launch, but one's got a different price. That's probably fairer than the way it is at the moment, where I've got no choice. Yeah, I mean, and, and even even and even then, even on the Facebook, like it doesn't really bother me that much um, because I don't know. Like I, I get it. I don't. I don't agree with it. Like I like the convenience of Steam. Everything's there in one place. Yeah. Um, see that that's the thing. If it was when you're saying if there were different prices, what price difference would you need to buy it on uh, Epic Store instead of Steam? Because if it was a pound difference, I would still buy it on Steam for the convenience. Yeah, I agree. A pound oh, yeah. difference. I wouldn't yeah, do anything. It, it well, if, What's the difference of cut that they say? That they take instead. Uh, Steam take Steam take thirty percent, don't they? And I think what is it, Epic Store take something like fifteen ish. Maybe it's some sliding scale. Is it? It's Epic Epic, Epic take um, far less than um, Steam do, which I don't. Maybe maybe they're maybe they're going to try and attract indie developers. Twelve percent. Is it twelve? 
Yeah. They got, maybe, maybe they're going to try and attract um, indie developers onto the, that platform. So if you could buy a game so. for 10% cheaper, say you were buying a 50, 60 quid AAA title, saving a bit of money there, aren't you? Yeah. Mm. So um, Crazy Magician Guy from Gearbox... What's his name? Pitchfork. I call him Pitchfork. I know. Yeah. Something like that. He came out. Uh, he's been going mad on Twitter. Absolutely mad. Because everyone's been moaning at him about the fact that it's going to be on the Epic Store. And he's saying it wasn't It was. It wasn't his decision anyway. Because he's not the publisher. He's the, he's the game developer. But and then the he's been yeah. supporting it anyway. Uh, yeah. He, but he has been supporting it. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, pretty vociferously <laughs> and but i feel like uh, part of that is that's a company motive you have to you know you can't be seen as detracting from that right yeah well he's the least kind of like needing to follow a corporate press release style kind of guy that we've got out there at the moment there aren't many completely independent game developers that are launching AAA titles anymore and i'd like to say that perhaps he's he can an come idiot, on stage yeah. and do a 30 minute magic show because he wants to rather than talk about the game so you know, <laughs> he can do whatever he wants he's i'd like to say he's an idiot but he's but i think he's very clever and he knows the drama that it will create and the, yeah. the attention that it will bring by doing that so that's probably his focus for what like elon musk yeah i mean he, he knows he's been around long enough he knows how the game that game oh, yeah. industry works doesn't he he's not do you think that he's pretty much he decided okay we're going to go on there and then he's just shifting the blame onto the publisher so Gearbox doesn't look so bad? I mean, who's actually who's actually publishing because Gearbox have a publishing arm anyway. Like, yeah, uh, they're is it two K? Ah, two K. Is it well? So they're saying. Oh, now. So they're saying they'll have a eighty-eight percent cut compared to Steam, where they'd have a whatever thirty percent cut. Yeah, seventy percent uh, cut. So it's a big difference, isn't it? I mean, I understand why they'd go that route, but I don't know. It's purely financial. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I reckon mean, the balls have got a bit of money from Epic for doing this. Yeah. It could be. Yeah. yeah. It could be even better. I mean, I think you know the in-game purchases and stuff are uh, at that percentage, but I think I read somewhere that there is a chance that they'll do. There will be like a a grace period of an even lower percentage. So you could see, you know, maybe a 7% first few months or something like that, which are the most important times, aren't they? Randy Pitchford was the name that we were thinking of. <laughs> 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 Just in case. So you call him Randy Pitchfork. Who <laughs> <laughs> said Randy Pitchfork? What are you saying? <laughs> But yeah, he's been having some proper rants on Twitter about this sort of situation and everything. And I mean, he's saying generally the way he kind of put it out there and other people is that Steam have been resting on their laurels in a big way. There's this, you know, they've had a complete kind of monopoly over where you buy PC games for 10 years or longer. And it's not fair. And they haven't they haven't really modernized the platform very much. They have been trying to think. I suppose they've like they gave it a lick of paint, didn't they? And the yeah, the broadcasting stuff's all right, but there are some pretty nasty flaws with it, such Mm. as when someone's playing Sekiro and you you watch them and they accept, uh, it crashes their game on the other end. (laughs) (laughs) That's not so good. The other night, much to his disdain, yeah, Yeah. he's pretty pissed off about it. We can work it out, and then it was like, right, every time I'm watching you, crashes. I just think it looks pretty pants. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't make me feel like a, a 2019 piece of software. And I don't mm. like big picture mode either. That just makes me feel like I'm special needs. Well, well, there's certain controller settings that you can only change through um, big picture mode. Yeah, I know. It's, it's like, a, come on, man. Yeah, it's just crap like that. You know, it's annoying. I do like the fact that in my lounge with my NVIDIA Shield, I can play Steam library games through the Shield using my nice. NVIDIA Shield mm. like a Steam link. Or obviously people that have got Steam links can play all their titles that they want yeah. to play on the big screen in their lounge, for example. I've you know, all that sort of stuff. Is, and Steam friends lists. And, um, if you... Um, if you um... Download well. I can't speak for iPhone users. I don't know, but I did download the Steam um, Link app on my phone, and it worked all right. 
I played that uh, sounds. Android. Uh, yeah. Ah, I wasn't aware that was a thing. I'm so there's that. so much that like Epic would need to catch up with for them to be able to. Okay, and I know we're moaning about. I'm moaning about Steam, but you know, they're obviously they're already a certain way in because they've just been around so long, and everyone's got all their games there. So it's it's a big move to try and say we want to take that space over. It's it's a tough. Do you think they could yeah. do it? Does anyone like, think they could do it? Uh, I don't know. Like they've got. Uh, it, I, I mean, I know this is Reddit, but Reddit was whinging again about China spying as well, wasn't they? As being part of the problem with the Epic Store because the majority stakeholder. What is it? Ten cent. Ten cent. Is that, is that, yeah, I, I didn't know how much of that to take as just you know. <laughs> nerds complaining if, Chinese, if China, China got any Chinese company has got money in anything it's immediately riddled with virus China isn't yeah isn't it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's sure quite true. true I mean maybe that explains the Fortnite copying everything as well because they're not known for yeah. their intellect, <laughs> the yeah. original intellectual property are they like copyrights doesn't translate into Mandarin so <laughs> But so, uh, yeah, I, I think there are issues with know. security about it as well. There was a, there's been a few reports of um, like epic epic accounts um, like getting hacked, uh, like like you would do Steam ones as well, um, and the security around the whole epic thing. And I think quite recently there was a bit of a someone cropped up found that the epic launcher itself um, was data mining their computer. It was going into areas like directories and folders on their hard drive that a game launcher has no business. Uh, no business looking at, and specifically, it was trawling through their Steam history. Um, to, That's to not the, good. Yeah, no. to, the, to the to the point where the CEO um, came in personally and apologised, saying, "Yeah, we were doing that." No way. Um, sorry, Whoa. Guys. So uh, yeah, he, he said it was. He said, it, he said because he wanted to make it possible for you to import your Steam friends list into your Epic friends list. Which I don't yeah, think anyone you. bought. Mm, <laughs> but, nah. but 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 yeah. So the, but then that I, like the fact that that came out it was like well, maybe those Reddit nerds are onto something about the China hacking. So you know that kind of makes sense. But I'm I'm sure Steam probably does something similar. I mean, data's big business, isn't it? So oh, massive, it's huge. Look at Google. Mush, what were you gonna say there? Uh, well, I, I was just gonna say I remember installing the Epic Launcher. Because I was going to play some Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Not playing Fortnite. And then uh, for a few weeks, like whenever my computer loaded up and not booted up, it was using a ridiculous amount of my CPU. It's just like, <laughs> what are you doing? You're not Is that even on your dual core? I don't have a dual core. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> He's only got one. He's got one. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you don't need one for card games, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even have a computer, mate. I'm doing all this off my mobile phone. <laughs> some like, way it one, sounds so good. One mate that says Steam has some like problems, but I don't feel like the best way to compete with Steam is going, right, they've got problems, so our platform isn't going to address any of those problems. In fact, we're going to have less features than Steam, but instead we're just going to pay publishers to put the game on us. Instead, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. It's, it's just it, another GOG or another Ubisoft, yeah, like, isn't it? Like, there is competitors to Steam already, but Steam still, with all its faults that Steam has, it still has the like the biggest amount of features and it's the best platform to use. It's the trusty uh, old armchair. Yeah. So, yeah. Mr. Pitchfork, Mr. Pitchfork was saying that there's no curation of the Steam store. They let so many hentai things or whatever it is up on there and like crazy amounts of crap games and copies of games and re-rolled games Almost like mobile yeah, games terrible it's... amount of now uh, just because he isn't a man of culture and doesn't appreciate the anime <laughs> things doesn't mean how many hentai games can you play a week but well, I, I, when I, you get bloody in for that one yeah <laughs> somebody who owns a lot of hentai games What's your opinion on this? But to be yeah, fair, I would, why... I would just like to make it clear that none of them were purchased by myself. They were all gifted by Mr. Hat. Um, I think uh, you can't really say that too much choice is really a bad thing. Mr. Pitch, Mr. Pitchfork what? was Randy. Randy yeah. was saying that well, it was. Yeah, you can choose so much. No. I think that was one of the criticisms of Steam Greenlight, though, wasn't it? That there was so much absolute just 
shit garbage it was getting through. Yeah. Uh, it needs to change, touch they've changed almost. It. It's, uh, it's called Steam Direct now. It's not Greenlight anymore. It's different. It's Steam Direct. And there is um, there is now a financial... There's now a financial incentive around submitting games to Steam, whereas before there wasn't on yeah, Greenlight. It's now... Isn't it? Doesn't it now cost you a hundred dollars to submit? Your yes. Game? So you yeah. have to. So for each product you want to distribute on Steam now, so for each individual game you have to pay a hundred dollars per. Whereas right. previously it was it was per um, per library or something. So if you had one game and then eighty DLC, it was just a hundred dollars. Whereas now it's a hundred dollars per even DLC as well, because that's a separate product. Um, yeah. Okay. But you get like that money safeguard, back. I suppose. Yeah, but, but you get that money back. Um, from Steam, once your game has made a certain amount of money on the store, I think it's like just think once your game has made some games. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, once you've once you've made a thousand dollars off the Steam store, then you get that initial a hundred dollar down payment back. But so, it is to stop, literally, just to stop all these like just shit copycat games being chucked out. So, so what but Valve a lot had of them to still get put up. What Valve had oh, to yeah, do was to. turn off reviews on the Borderlands games because they were getting review bombed. As a sort of protest, yeah. I think they they did it to a few others as well, didn't they? They re, they changed the review process for those games so that um you know how they've got the recent reviews and the total ones, they changed it so the so that it was discounting all the um basically the all the guff that they were getting downvoted for going to the Epic Store as well because people were just going in and changing their uh, reviews to negative. I'm but I say Epic, to you, I say to you that if <laughs> this is the only output. That like a gaming community has got as a way of complaining to the world that everything's not right is just to leave a review on a game. The system's broken. Something's yeah. wrong, right? Yeah, we're not. I mean, we're, the communication lines aren't there if we're only well, able to review bomb something. Well, hang on, there's, hang on, hang on. You, you can vote with your money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. vote with your wallet. Uh, but that, but that's, but that's not retroactive, is it? It's that's just. Oh, I'm not. I'm not going to buy that game. Yeah. It's just Boaty McBoatface. <laughs> yeah. just, just people, people, just people being people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do about the situation. If I could, if I had control over Valve, I don't think I'd be able to fix it very easily. They already are where they are now. They're like a giant tanker, and they can't turn very quickly at this point. You know, they've yeah. got so much stuff going on. They've made so much money in the past. I don't know if they've got. I was going to say, if you work for Valve, you'd just be looking at how you can sift the money your way, wouldn't you? You wouldn't be concerned about just... anything else, really. Yeah. Just... So, what's the other alternative, though? Everything goes through like Valve and Steam, and there is no, you know. What... It's what I was saying earlier. We need like an open marketplace, so it's it's owned by the people for the people. So you can just have. So it's you buy a game and it's yours. It doesn't matter whether you have. You have it on Steam or it's like I was Epic saying, or whatever. It's just yours. In the chat mm. earlier, uh, how when like the advent of Netflix and things like that, streaming services first came around, online piracy really disappeared. Yeah, or sort of now, certainly declined. But then the advent of more and more choice, like Hulu and all sorts, there's other players come up. People just can't be fucked anymore, and they just. Download yes, yeah. yeah. Especially uh, quick, with like... quick question for you, Viv. Mm. This chat you're on about. If I wanted to, uh, if I wanted to find, say, a Discord channel where I could, uh, <laughs> where I could read all of these lovely conversations, where would I, uh, where would I find this? <laughs> this what? Uh, alt gaming. Uh, the home Ooh, of Altland would be a great apologies. Discord that you could come along to and uh, <laughs> dip your wick in all of this wonderful <laughs> you... conversation. Or whatever, mm. whatever you've got. Don't worry, I've got you. I've got you. I'll get the plug in. I had a brain <laughs> fire. Sorry, boys. No Sorry. Worries, no yeah, you were worried there about the secret channel that we've got. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to reveal something. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know what the future holds for Epic. Uh, their money will run out, maybe, and then we'll see, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, a lot of this issue to me comes from mm. the fact that with games at the minute, it's the same as with YouTube and with Twitch, where you've essentially got a monopoly. And mm. in a lot of business, you can't really have that. But on the internet, that's still a thing. Do you know what mm. I mean? So yeah. I feel like that, that's what needs to be... I, I don't know how you address that, but I feel like the ability to have monopolies online somehow needs to be addressed. Oh, yeah, definitely. 
because th- the issue to me goes f- much further than just Steam. Like the issue, it's the same issue with YouTube, yeah. the same issue with Twitch. Well, the companies are making it up as they go along. There's no regulation for it. It's just they're just doing it ad do hoc, aren't they? Until it's deemed inappropriate to do yeah. so, and then change. Pretty much, they don't. Hasbro like own monopoly anyway. Fucking <laughs> 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 <Back in> hell! <laughs> We've got to close it off, guys. We're getting to the end of our podcast. It's nearly been an hour, so our poor listeners, you know, they've probably got to their destination and they're just sitting in their car now, waiting to get out, just catching the end, or they've stayed on the train for an extra stop. Been a very but... long dump. <laughs> yeah, go for a really long poo. work. Um, I just want to take a chance to give a shout out for Altland ticket sales. Woo! So Altland is at the end of May, bank holiday weekend, 24th, and we've got some tickets on sale. We're about uh, 30% sold at the moment, so um, it's looking all right, but there's still a few left. If you're interested, go to www.altland.co.uk and click buy ticket. That would be great. Uh, yeah, uh, otherwise, it's just thanks to having a great turnout and everyone in here tonight. Thank you, Mr. Boney Hawk. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, Hat, for coming out. Thanks for having us back. Absolutely. Thanks, Ian, for popping your podcast cherry. <laughs> Thanking you for having me. Oh, and thanks, Viv. No worries. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Uh, goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.